This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Flamingo Pools, your go-to maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at Flamingo Pools take care of it for you. Visit azflamingopools.com for a free quote today. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast, East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts, Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers Podcast. Ridge and I are super excited to be here with Michael Klinkner of Evolve Counseling and Dad's Barbershop. <laughs> there we go. How's it going, Michael? Good. How are you? Good. Why don't you uh, kind of explain the whole barbershop thing before people think you're a, a barber slash counselor? Yeah, no, so, um, I've got two daughters. Um, uh, one's in seventh grade, the other one's in fifth grade. And the seventh grader doesn't really let me do it anymore, but my fifth grader, once a week, we like we scroll through Instagram or like any number of like YouTube channels. She picks like the hairstyle for the week and like I do some like not so legit braids and then, nice. and then it's dad's barbershop is what we call it. That's cool. Makes That's things really cool. fun. Yeah. I mean it's just good dad daughter time. Yeah. It's yeah, important. yeah. I was going to say, if you ever got really good at it, you kind of do people's hair while you're doing something. Oh my gosh. Funny and... <laughs> yeah, they frown on that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. Well, like I said, we're super excited to have you on today. Why don't you take a couple of minutes before we get into what you do, give us a little background of your life. Yeah, so um, I, I'm at Evolve Counseling and Behavioral Health Services now. Um, yeah. I've been there just about a little over a year at that specific okay. practice. I've been in private practice uh, for five or six years now. Okay. Um, where it's been uh, Michael Klinkner counseling at um, a couple of at, at another place too, but it's just doing that direct service like one on one or family counseling or even like some some group stuff uh-huh. um, at, at that level of services. But before that, I worked in a lot of like different hospitals and outpatient clinics and like residential treatment centers. Oh, wow. I'm at a near 21 of doing all this. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That's as a counselor, cool. doing all of yeah, that? I got my master's degree from. West by God, Virginia University oh, there you uh, go. back in 99. Wow. wow. Yeah. And what is your master's in? Social work. Social okay. Work. So has this been the plan since the beginning? Like in high school, is this what you wanted to do? Or? Yeah, you know, like uh, in high school, I was taking psychology classes. I kind of just knew I was made for this. and yeah. just like wanted to, wanted to do it for, as, for a long time. I haven't really deviated from doing some version of like working with like, kids and families all along the way yeah huh. what do yeah. you think kind of sparked that interest um i got really lucky like i grew up with a mom and dad who like really um instilled a lot of those really important like um values about you know hey if you have you kind of like you have a duty to give back and it's important and yeah. so i'm really lucky like i yeah. Had a great mom and a great dad, and it's, um, but not everybody gets that. And no. so, in, in those situations, then if that's what's going on, then you you have to give back in those situations. Yeah. So it's um, if I have privilege, then I have to know that lots of other people don't. And mm-hmm. in those situations, then I I I can't just turn my back on that. It's you're called to help. For sure. Yeah. Did you grow up with knowing many people that had mental health and seeing that as being an issue? Um, uh, not necessarily. It was, 
again, just like um, like in, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, yeah. and so oh. um, like not a lot of like necessarily mental health issues around that or anything around me, but um, it's, um, we grew up like I grew up pretty urban, like we we I grew up within the city limits, and so uh, not necessarily that we saw a lot of like like that kind of stuff, but like the neighborhoods around or like so, some places within the area could be a little rough. Right, right. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so you went to school for this. Is there any, like the process of becoming a counselor, is there any license you need to get or is it just strictly going to school? and getting? Yeah, so once you get your master's degree for social work, uh-huh. the way it works is you have to take and pass this test and then you have to do a whole lot of hours of um, direct practice and like getting supervised by someone that has their licensure. Right. And then, so you take a test, you have to do two years under supervision and then you have to take and pass another test. And then you get your independent license. Wow. And then I got, that was for me back in 2004. Okay. So all the school and then two years of. Yeah. Getting supervised and somebody like meeting with you. They have to do these, all these, like the rules are about direct hours and indirect hours. And you have to meet with your supervisor like a hundred times over the, like, um, just get all that knocked out. And it's at least mm-hmm. the fastest you're allowed to do it is two years. Yeah. Um, and, but for some people it takes way longer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And what's kind of like. Is there other ways of doing it? Because I know there's like psychologists, psychiatrists, counselors. There's all different kinds of... Yeah, there's a ton of those different degrees. So like there's counseling degrees. And so they'll also have... They have a pretty similar process to social workers. Where they have to like... You get your master's degree and then it's a couple years of supervised work experience. And then um, they actually... They take their test first. And then they have have to do all that work if they don't have a second test. There's a marriage and family therapists. uh, That's also pretty similar psychologists are you have to get your doctorate in that okay. uh, and so that's a, a little bit of a different level hmm. is that where you can prescribe and like diagnose or those you... are that's a psychiatrist okay. so that that'll be a medical doctor okay. who then in addition to they'll get some extra specialized schooling so that's like a, a decade or so of like additional oh. extra after just a regular bachelor's degree yeah okay hmm. mm-hmm. is there any part of this process like the school and the training where it was just like made you question what you're doing if it was worth all the training all the hours that you had to put in or were you pretty dedicated good question uh yes um uh uh, graduate school is rough for me it it was hard it was the um it takes a lot of like repetitions for me to like remember stuff and be able to do it that way so that Mm -hmm. part was really hard um also afterwards in working in like residential centers that were with kids with like um lots of times really big and sometimes dangerous issues where Mm -hmm. it's kind of like um, I don't feel like getting punched today. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. that may or may not happen today. Or it's <laughs> the, uh, just that kind of stuff. Where it's like, what am I doing? Uh, but it's the, it, I feel very lucky. I've had a really lucky career. Um, but like, I've always felt like the work is the work. And so it's like, even those really rough days are always balanced out by like some kid who got it together that you didn't think they'd be able to, or like some family that gets their lives back together. Yeah. That kind of stuff where it's like, all right, all right, I guess it's worth it. Right. Yeah. I'll duck a punch again today. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. So after finished training, you mentioned that you've kind of bounced around in different things. Like, did you have an ultimate goal of being on your own or what, what were you trying to to get at? Um, no, I, I actually thought I was just going to be an agency for a long time. Yeah. And then I, um, I uh, came across an opportunity to work at, it was, it's called Ironwood Counseling. It, uh, it's an amazing place with amazing people. And I just happened to know somebody that knew somebody um, when they were, they were expanding at the time. Um, and I, I met the owners there and it was just like 
the coolest experience and I didn't know it could be that easy or work that well. Like I had mm. heard so many horror stories about private practice and just um, like everything that goes into it. And I was like, that's not for me. There's no way. Uh, but then I found like this unicorn of a place that was awesome and everybody got along really well and it's it was really well run. Yeah. I had that opportunity for a while and out of that came this opportunity for Evolve, which is even more of a unicorn um, that is uh, just a great place with an amazing owner. My, my partner, Dr. Liz Fedrick, she's the one that uh, like I do the YouTube with about like the parenting stuff and we do, we also have our own podcast that uh, and she's the owner and I just had that opportunity to come over there and I was it was, um, it was an easy decision for me. I, I knew that it was a, a cool place to go to and would allow me to continue to grow. That's cool. Yeah. So tell us like what the structure is. So she owns like this clinic essentially and then different counselors kind of are able to, to recruit their own clients or how do you... Yeah. So like it's um, like we're all like sub, like contractors under her, but right. like we all... So um, we all have like our own like office, but like we share a desk staff. And, mm -hmm. um, and so like our, our front desk staff work really hard and they're amazing and like help us get people scheduled and help field the phone calls and make sure, sure our schedules are full. And then, um, and then like lots of times as groups, obviously we'll hang out together cause yeah. we will know each other and yeah. refer clients to each other and things mm -hmm. like that. So it ends up being, we're all like technically got our own little companies in there, right. but all like sort of like working together okay. as well. I don't know if this is a good analogy or not, but it's kind of like in real estate, like everyone's their own real estate agent, but it's like a perfect analogy group yep. or under like a certain broker or something yep. like that. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's just like that. Cool. So you said it was a no brainer going over there. What have been like the pros or maybe even cons of going here rather than when you were like solely on your own? Mm, um, uh, where I am now, uh, we previously, lots of people, um, take insurance for like their mental health stuff. And yeah. so that absolutely, you need a big system to be able to do that because insurance companies can be a little rough to work with sometimes. For sure. So um, this opportunity was we don't we don't directly go through insurance. We just part, we charge a fee for service for people. They can try to get reimbursed from their insurance companies if they want, but it's been uh, so much easier um, and so much less like work or a hassle or things like that to be able where you're not chasing down those payments. Um, and it just makes it so much easier on, on like my, my side of stuff. Yeah. And also um, like just the marketing that, um, that Liz does and how, like how hard she works to like to brand evolve and, and things like that. She, she has big vision and I know she'd be a great resource. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, the big branding of it is absolutely. Really cool. Yeah. That's cool. And it looks like you do a lot of branding and advertising yourself, especially through social media. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk about that? Like how long you've done it, why you decided to start, start going that route? Um, I went kicking and screaming into Instagram. I, um, it, I, it's, uh, I guess it's about, about a year and a half now where the Instagram like really got going. It kind of existed before. Um, at the time it was, uh, the couple of other people that were evolved like, yeah. were kind of pushing me towards it. And I was like, fine, fine, fine. So like, uh, did it kind of like, uh, halfway, uh, for a little while and then got into it much more recently. And it's been yeah. a great resource. I'm really glad I did. It's been, it's allowed for a lot of like these opportunities for me to come here. Right, right. Um, and then do this cheesy thing twice a week where it's the post is called sock of the morning. Um, I saw that. Yeah, I I, I, <laughs> it was like it started like I, I just I wear crazy socks usually, and then it became like this thing to like just post it a couple of times, and now it's taken on a whole life of its own. Where like there's I get every present now is socks from somebody, oh, and like awesome. yeah, it's uh, just yeah, it's it's a fun little thing. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, and have you seen? 
um, a lot of business come from social media or has it more just been like awareness and like opportunities like this that have come up from it? It's all the above. And so uh, just through like people I've known after having done this for like over 20 years, yeah, about, yeah. You, you just know people for and sure. like there's some amount of like word of mouth that just goes and gets around and like clients, um, for just like lots of other businesses, like somebody that I helped then refers like someone else to me and like the word sort of spreads a little bit that way. Mm-hmm. Um, also like that, the YouTube channel that we do has been really yeah. helpful as far as like getting word out and spreading that information to people. And then uh, a lot of this, like within Evolve too, like we'll refer to each other quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be working with the kid and someone else will like work with like the mom and someone else is working with the dad. Gotcha. So lots of collaboration that way. But this has been like a, a lot of through Instagram and like just like talking to people and just, um, and messaging with people has been like a good resource and helping yeah. pair up and find other people in the community that I wouldn't have otherwise. For sure. Yeah. That's cool. So you mentioned YouTube. What, like, what exactly do you do on YouTube? Why did you decide to, get, to jump on that platform? Um, so there's all the, there's really good information that needs to get out. Yeah. And so um, the YouTube sort of has like a dual vision to it. One is we'll put out information like, hey, here's the best way to connect with your kids. Like here's like these top, like we say these sort of things to like parent after parent after parent. Yeah. And so now I can just like direct you to, hey, go to the Evolve Counseling and Behavioral Health Services or like, oh, listen, I'm going to email you the link. Watch that. We'll talk it through. And it, it's like you can go to that. And as a parent, you and your husband or you and your wife can like sit down, watch it together and then discuss it. And then we don't have to do that in session now. We've saved time, hmm. we've saved session time, and we can just plug into that resource where, and you can watch it as many other times as you need to. Uh, the other way is to get like just good information out there, especially like in the midst of COVID yeah. about like um, mental health stuff is getting rough, rough for people. And yeah. so like helping to provide good resources to people um, and getting that information out in a reasonable way. Yeah. Um, there's. Uh, there's kind of a gap there where um, Liz and I thought it would be really helpful to be, to fill that in yeah. and to get good information out to people in that form in the YouTube forms would sure. be the best way. Yeah. So that was going to be my follow up question: Is what has COVID kind of done to mental health? Like, what are you seeing with everything going on? Uh, everything spiking, yeah. and so when the no matter how you look at the numbers or like whenever they can find something to compare to like versus this time last year, everything is up and everything yeah. is up a lot. And so it's everything from like the number of heroin overdoses is crazy. It's so it's um, that that's a whole lot. Uh, the number of like anxiety disorders and uh, depression among adults or young adults or kids or teens or parents, all of that, it's all up. Um, domestic violence is up. Um, d- domestic violence reports is up. Um, suicide attempts is up. All of it. And do you see that in like in talking with other counselors or even in your own practice? Uh, all of it. Yeah. And so it's the, as they're figuring out ways to like parcel out that information, uh-huh. like you'll get it from like the big, the big resources. Right. And then that's definitely my own experience. Um, we do, uh, v- um, video sessions as well. So we'll do yeah. either in person or we can do it over video. Yeah. So like, uh, encrypted and secured so it's like it's it's compliant it's hipaa protected right uh but that's allowed for people like all over the valley or even all over the states where like i'm working with some people that are in flagstaff mm-hmm. uh, it's um in in a lot of, that's all because of covid where people where it's 
that the way less face to face, um, what that's causing for people or people that are coming to see me just because of like COVID related issues and the yeah. anxiety and what it means. And uh, I'll see it all the time where people are talking about like they're having whatever problems they're having anyway. Yeah. But because everyone's home all the time now, yeah. everything just gets magnified. So there's that. And then they'll talk about and like they kind of just wave their hand and sort of like throw in the air about like that end of this, yeah. which is kind of like. It's almost like this feeling that like COVID's just kind of around and floating in there around you all the time. Yeah. You just can't escape it. Yeah. yeah. It just weighs people down. Yeah. It really does. Like the whole like quarantine thing or if you get sick, you have to be in your house for so long and it's just, it's depressing and it's, it takes a toll on your mind. And I mean, obviously your body too, but your mind really suffers from it. So. Yeah. It's uh, there's um, the, the World Health Organization and I think even the CDC here in, in America both recently had statements about uh, the the mental health issues from not from like from what kids are experiencing from not going back to school right. and just how profound and what a bit and how what a big deal it is yeah and the effects that it's having effects that it's having on those kids yeah. because that's the age where you need to socialize and you need For your sure. peers yeah. and you need to be around people in that's just not an option. And that's, yeah. it's really, really hard and really having big effects. Yeah. Let alone yeah. parents that are having to figure out how to be a teacher and navigate the situation and probably trying to work at the same time remotely. And while their kid doesn't want to log on again, yeah. they have to anyway. Right. And they're having to figure all that out. There's a big challenges that parents or any of us haven't faced it all before yeah. there's no frame of reference right exactly yeah. that's the biggest thing there's nothing we can look back to like oh this is what we yeah. do in this sort of situation yeah absolutely and yeah. it's the we're, we're all making it up as we go along yep. mm -hmm. um and in, in arizona that's the like what school is going through and what it means and like how it's been and this has been since march yeah. kids haven't gone to school mm -hmm. um there's a few districts here where they've gone back recently they've right, been able right. to keep it together for about a week oh. or so um but it, other than other than that Kids have just been at home yeah. for six months now. Uh, yeah. Like there's no vacations or like any of those usual things. Most of that's just cut away. And that's a, that's big effects on people. So with all these people facing these new struggles, um, do you have any sort of like general advice for everyone that's just been kind of struggling in general with, with the new situation that we're all in? Um, this is one of the things we get to cover on our podcast and YouTube a lot yeah. is the um, focus on what you can control. There's mm -hmm. so much of this stuff that is outside of our control. Yeah. And so what is, what's in with, what's within like your locus of control? Like what can you take care of and what can you focus on and control those things? Don't compare your situation to anyone else's. Hmm. Like make decisions on your life based on the factors um, that you know are most meaningful. Um, in, in comparing yourself to any other, anyone else's situations or why they're doing what they're doing. And then definitely don't judge when anyone else is doing yeah. it because assume they're making good decisions for good intentions for themselves or for their families. And just cause it's different than yours. Right. Got it. They're probably doing it for good reasons too. Yeah. As are you just stay there, stay within like, um, don't compare yourself and don't judge the other people's. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also know when to seek help. Know mm -hmm. when, if it's a couple of weeks where, um, your mind is racing a whole lot or you can't get your thoughts under control or sleep yeah. or appetite. Those, if whenever if that's really changed one way or another, or you like you just can't get out of bed, or you're feeling really down or really sad, seek help. Those are the times to reach out. Like I said, we're doing just about all mental health professionals at this point are uh -huh. doing video. And so it's now more than ever, it's easy to get in touch with somebody yeah. and get some help. 
you don't even have to leave your house. Like, go do those things if you're yeah. at, if you're at that point. That's cool. I think that's really good advice, and also really relates to business owners that are listening. Like, mm. focus on what you can control. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Everyone's on their own ride in their own situation. Yeah. Um, and just you know, I think there's a lot of power in being able to focus on the things that you have control of in life. Yeah, I mean, like whether you're, whether you're open or not open, or like what whether you're doing face to face business or right. not doing face all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you're right. Business by business or like owner by owner, make those decisions for yeah. yourself or for your company that yeah. make the most sense for, sure. for your employees too. That's yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I saw that you you've talked a lot about that recently on your YouTube channel and your podcast. So I think you're the first person we've had on that has their own podcast as well. <laughs> um, can you talk to us about how that experience has been for you? Uh, it's been good. Uh, that. Uh, the opportunity that provides as far as like, again, just sort of getting the word out there yeah. and, uh, and the information out there yeah. in a different forum has been, that's been fantastic. Cause that's all like, that's easy to just, you know, you put it in your pocket and just listen to it right, when, yeah. when you're doing whatever. And like, yeah. there's good information coming out of there. Um, that's been super helpful. And that's also been like one of those things that just one more resource to For get sure. to people in a different way. Yeah. That's and I'm assuming, is it the same content on YouTube? Just an audio? It is. Form? Yeah. It's, yep. Yeah. That's and so cool. it makes it super easy. You just put it on different platforms for different people to see and it's same content just in a different form. Yeah. Much. And a lot of those two will link like resources yeah. where like, like it's a download of like, if we're talking about like how to work yourself through like anxiety thoughts or if like, Hey, some parenting tips or advice, like that sort of stuff. We'll give you some resources about that. Like, here's a worksheet you can use to go through it, or here's a here's a website that breaks this down differently, or like here's the book to read about that stuff. It's a good follow up. So if you want to dig even deeper into those things, yeah, you can. That's cool. So you've got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, podcasts. What do you feel like has been the most beneficial platform for you to you know, raise awareness, get more clients? Um, it's it's hard because it's so different for each one. Yeah, and so it, Facebook is tending to hit like a different like generation and different like group of people. Right, so like I'm right. a Gen Xer, we're a little bit more Facebooky and like yeah. definitely some like and Instagram too. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the young, the younger generation, like the, you know, for millennials or what or Gen Yers, they yeah. tend to be much more Instagram. So like that content mm-hmm. for them and how it gets presented is usually a little bit different or like what they're looking for out of it. Plus, you know, like, Instagram is so just visual based yep. versus mm-hmm. Facebook isn't necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to present it different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then between the YouTube and the podcast, that's, uh, again, what that's providing for people. That is like just like, you know, 15 to 20 minutes of information just yeah. coming at you. Um, and so they're all different. And, uh, but really having to navigate and figure out each one of those out for what they are. That's a, it's a fun challenge, but it's definitely a challenge. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, has there been anything has there been anything else outside of social media that you've done to kind of advertise or, or get more clients? So we, as much as we can, we do this where um, we'll get on other people's like forums or podcasts, yeah. um, get information out there. Uh, we're not doing it as much right now, um, but we've done a lot of like speaking engagements at like high schools or trainings or that sort of thing. We'll in person, we'll get information to, to parents or people out that way too. That stuff obviously has gone away for right now. Um, we're working on though getting digital versions of that and like doing like either Zoom trainings or things like that for people. That's sort of like the next wave of stuff that's coming up because all this stuff has gone away. Everyone's been kind of waiting a little bit to see like, is this going to come back? Is it not going to come back? Okay, yeah, clearly none of it's coming back for 2020. Right. Now what do we do? So <laughs> we're in the midst of figuring that out too. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. 
I had this thought right before you came in, and I don't even know if it's a question or not, but I'm just going to say it and just Ooh. let me know <laughs> if you have thoughts on it. But like, so as a, as a business owner, you know, you're trying to get clients and it's a good thing to get more clients, but like in your position, getting a client means that someone is struggling. So like, what's the relationship with like, oh yeah, I've got more people coming in, but like with COVID, like you've got more people coming in, makes you busier, but at the same time, that means that more people are struggling. Uh, it's a valid point. It's, I ideally you'd work yourself out of a job you know <laughs> right, like if yeah. everything goes really well i got yeah. nothing to do exactly. that's fine i'll figure something it's all right i like doing landscaping i'll be all right <laughs> uh um that's a really good point because when biz- if business is booming that means things are rough yeah and so it's the like yeah we got lots of referrals and lots of clients crap we've got lots of referrals and lots of clients <laughs> and so it like what's going on and why yeah uh, lots of times it'll be like as school has started back up and it's like parents calling and parents calling and parents calling or it's like oh yeah school's back which means people are struggling and can't get it figured out and their kids won't log on or there's defiance that's showing up they haven't seen in a while so yeah from my end that's you're right it's a little bit different that it's the if everything's going really well for me it means things aren't going really well uh that that's for real yeah yeah because it's it's such like a double-edged sword it's like well like you need work but you also want people to be better so (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, uh, the good thing is, I'll, unfortunately, I'll, I'll never run out of work. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, so being someone who's good at it and mm-hmm. valuable, and um, where people like, uh, I start, I tell people all the time, the the goal is for me to get the heck out of your life as fast as possible. Yeah, for this to be this something that you need for a short period of time, we get the resources, get you back in the balance, whatever that looks like, and then have you go on your way. Mm-hmm. In, versus, and that's the other part that's different from most other businesses. Like also if I'm doing well, I would never, you won't be a return client. You know, you, it's, I, I won't see you again. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of, lots of reasons why people would have to come back, but mm-hmm. it's, um, if things go really well, you won't be a return customer. Yeah. Um, and you, like you'll send referrals and stuff to me, yeah. but I, I, I want it for as short a period of time as possible and hopefully never to see you again, right. which is very different than most other businesses. You want everybody <laughs> yeah. coming for as long as they can, as often right. as they yeah, can. Yeah, you want to keep, yeah. keep getting more business from them. Yeah, I mean, but that's the tough part is as a business owner then, from my side, it's the what does it mean to have like good customer service, for sure. good client services that I have to keep in mind. I'm starting with the end in mind and we're trying to get you there as fast as possible yeah. and mm-hmm. move you along the way. And if it's not going that way, you need to be able to talk to me of like, hey, what's interfering? Why isn't it going the way we wanted to? And let's figure out how to how to move it that direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some of the keys to being you know a good counselor and helping people push through the process? Not maybe push isn't the best word. Yeah, um, <laughs> sometimes it's a push. Yeah, that's all right. Um, <laughs> shove report. Uh, uh, well, meeting the client where they are. Where some people come in super motivated and ready to go. Yeah, cool. Let's go. Sometimes they're being. Um, mm, uh, coming through the doors not quite so willingly. Maybe yeah. that's a good way to say it. Where yeah. either like their parents are making them come, or like their yeah. spouse is making them come, or significant <laughs> other. Where it's kind of like you have to get this together. Or sometimes they're um, because they just had something really bad happen, or they just like kind of got a little bit out of control. Like maybe they had to go to the hospital, or they 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 overdosed, or any of those things. And they're not quite so motivated at that point either. They're just sort of like recovering and not like exactly like sturdy on their feet yet, if you will. Yeah. Um, So wherever they are, it's okay. Then you just have to meet them there and help them move sort of like the next stage of change Mm -hmm. all along the way. And so it's the like, you know, it's planning to get uh, in place about what are we going to do and like helping you enact those plans and then following up to make sure that you've done it. And also having like from my side, it's 
having a big overall plan and not just like session by session dealing mm-hmm. with whatever you like, like whatever you want to talk about yeah. today. Yeah. Awesome. That's fine. There's always lots of times there's always some like fire to fight or there's always some situation coming up where people are willing to talk, but does that get you any closer to the end goal? Right. Maybe not. And mm-hmm. so like, it's my job to help know where we're going and help make sure that we're, I'm helping to get you there versus just, you know, week after week or month after month, just like, just showing up and showing up and never getting anywhere. You'll feel better after those, like you will have talked and have vented for 50 minutes. Does that get you back into like a more balanced place in the world? Probably not. Yeah. And so it's the, it, me knowing that and knowing where we're going and where we've been and helping to get the person there. Yeah. Those are some of the real key things. Yeah. That's interesting. How do you kind of take the stigma away from like, cause people are like, oh, I don't want to go to a counselor. I don't need a counselor. Like, mm-hmm. how do you take that away? And make it like, no, like, this is a good thing. It's it's what some of us need sometimes. Um, I have an, In that way, I have an advantage uh-huh. being male in that it's the, because that is not typical. And so yeah. the people that tend to be most resistant are guys. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the, that idea is to like, it's not okay to talk about emotions or like if you're struggling or right. like what it means to be a man, lots of times is in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... When I'm able to meet with guys or meet with dads or meet with men about like, all right, I'm just some other dude in, mm-hmm. in, the, in that situation, then in the beginning, I'm going to make it not feel like counseling. It's mm-hmm. fine. Like we're going to, we're going to come in and if like, it, you know, if he's wearing like a, a bear shirt or like a Cubs hat or something like that, we're talking baseball or we're talking football and like, mm-hmm. just That's like, cool. he's like, I'm just some other guy and I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge you. Um, I don't think you're there's something wrong with you because you're in here. Like, it's mm-hmm. okay. You're trying hard. Life is hard. Things are going on, but you're trying to make it better and then not make it feel like uh, there's, there's something wrong with you because you're having to come through my doors mm-hmm. and, hey, I'm just some other guy and it's okay. Yeah. And like, we can we can talk about that stuff and I'll make it help normalize it. Yeah. Uh, that makes things a whole lot easier. It's generational though, too. The, yeah. the younger generations, it is uh, much more accepted and acceptable right. Right. for them to come in for help. Uh, versus like the the older ones where there's still a decent amount of stigma attached. That's getting better, yeah. Uh, but it, it's still very much there for right. sure. Yeah. But like you mentioned, there's a lot of I think awareness being raised, especially with the younger yeah. generation, that it's okay to you know have issues and go see someone about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, though, do you think that there's anything in today's world that's kind of like causing more people to to have these issues, or do you think it's always been around and there's just more awareness around it? I think it's always been around and there's more awareness around it like right now right now obviously like the COVID right stuff yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is is like we said spiking all of those yeah. things but the, the awareness and the the okayness about like to accept these things and that they're there and just like any other problem like go get help for it like yeah it's if you need a personal trainer in order for you to get yourself back in shape go get a personal trainer if you need to go see a therapist and do some exercise versus exercise and work on those things, then do that too. And, that, and that's just as okay. And the more like, there's been a lot of like really good role models as far as like people in the public eye, like celebrities, if you will, or like right. uh, that have been very public about their mental health issues yeah. and that they had to go get help. Uh, that that stuff is, that makes it so much easier too. That's cool. Is inner size a real word? Uh, <laughs> I'm a, no, I like it. But I like it. I, like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah, I stole that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's, that's awesome. Funny. And then what, okay, so what like services do you offer? Like what, what is your, obviously everyone specializes in certain things. So, so, um, 
I get I deal a lot with trauma um, and anxiety and depression, and then with kids, I get a lot of either anxiety or ADHD or like behavioral kind of problems. Okay. And then when someone's looking for, uh, you know, someone to go to, what should they look for? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I tell clients all the time, the match is important and not everybody matches with their therapist. Like it's my job, like I said, to meet you where you are and sort of try to make it so like I am clear that I can be a match for you, but you should be interviewing me too. Like it's a big deal. And if it's not going to go well, you don't have months to lose and like restart and go tell your story to a new person. Like that stinks. (laughs) Right. And so... Like in that first like assessment, like the the first session for what you should be looking for from your therapist is like, do they seem to get you? Do you feel judged? Are they asking good questions? Are they paying attention? Do they have a plan? And like what and like what kind of therapy do they plan on using with you and why? Um, there's different types. Lots of times, most people are doing some version of it's called cognitive behavioral therapy, yeah. mm-hmm. which is like just like talk stuff, but also like working on like core belief issues as well. Like at the end of it, okay, like you, hey, therapist, you and I have talked for like 40, 45 minutes right now. Talk to me. What's your plan at the moment? Where are we going? What do you think's going on? Yeah. And like, how do you get me there? And if you can't wrap your hat around, head around what's going on or why, it's not a good match. Like you yeah. need to, you need to start that process off, off really well. It's um, just like in a, like if you're interviewing for a job with your, in, the boss is interviewing you, like the hiring person is interviewing you. Right. But you're also interviewing that place as well. Like, is yeah. this place a match for me as an employee? Same sort of thing. Like, you should have some questions there. Like, okay, I got it. I want you to think that you should hire me, but also I should, I need to figure out if this is where I want to go. Yeah. Same sort of thing as a client. Like, got it. I understand that you're assessing me, but also I, I need to figure out if you're a match for me too. Mm-hmm. That part's important where people need to sure. feel empowered that way. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any like specific type of client that you connect with more than anyone else? Um, sarcastic ones. Yeah. Yeah. I usually do really well with, uh, (laughs) um, no, and it's all over the map. I've got really extroverted people. Um, I've got really introverted people. It's like on that level, it's just sort of like being able to match them and what their needs are, Uh uh, from session to session. But I also have to know, like sometimes like, um, like kids are a really good example of teenagers where some of them are like like really quiet and so I can't come I can't be in there like I'm shot out of a cannon and cracking jokes <laughs> and then some of them are much more like you know as, as we're walking back like they're making fun of me it's yeah. okay got it here we go like we got yeah. this on or like some yeah. kids literally run into my office and I'm racing them to go get there or yeah. um, like with some adults or like the parents sort of stuff about matching them like um, like what I am like what my energy is during that time and then also what are we working on at that point too? If it's like big, heavy stuff, then I have to be able to match that at that moment. Right. If like you're super cheerful, then like I got to know that, okay, this is where we're going today. This is what's going on. Um, or, you know, hey, sometimes people just need to keep it light and, that, and that's okay. Like we're doing work, but it's yeah. gonna, it won't feel like work that day. Yeah. Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? Then call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480 
422-622-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. With the importance of speaking versus listening, is one more important than the other or does it just kind of depend on the day or the situation or the person that you're with at the moment? Yeah, if the less I talk, probably the better it's yeah. going. And so that, that the ability to listen and sort of like help people process or like give a prompting question yeah. to allow them to they figure that stuff out for themselves versus mm-hmm. me. Because if I'm giving advice... That's not a good session. I don't know your life. Yeah. You're not coming to me to figure that stuff out. Gotcha. Like I don't go to the internet for that. <laughs> um, but it's the like I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help you think through what's going on. Help yeah. it match it up with your values. Where do you want to be going versus where we've been? Like what's interfering? Those things along the way. I want you to have to figure that out mm-hmm. uh, versus me telling you how to figure those things out. Um, and so it is much more listening than than talking for sure. Yeah. That's, cool. That's so so you can ask those good questions to make sure that it's going in the way that it needs to for them to figure out. Yeah, that's my rule yeah. most of the time is uh-huh. that the like and sometimes it's like even like super cheesy like counseling questions like, hey, tell me some more about that or like, yeah. hold on, what do you mean by that? And yeah. just letting them sort of figure that stuff out. But it's also like the hold on, wait, knowing what I know about like your significant other, wait, how does that apply to what you're feeling right now? Yeah. And like helping them piece together things. They may not have thought about it. I mean, we're all in our own lives, so it's hard to like think about your own situation and help process it that way. So that's my role about the, hold on, wait, talk to, wait, the way you just described them is also the way that you described your dad growing up. Do you mm-hmm. think those two things go together somehow? Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I never thought about that. That kind of thing. Wow. Hmm. How, do you, how do you know the difference between like, because everyone with certain situations in life can be sad or experience stress. Mm-hmm. How do you know the difference between, you know, I'm just sad right now or versus like, oh, I have depression or I'm really struggling with anxiety and like knowing someone needs to see a counselor. Yeah. How much is it interfering in your life right. and for how long has it gone on for? Mm-hmm. And so we're all going to have times of sadness yeah. or of transition or, or, you know, with big things going on, so much change and so much out of our control right now. Yeah. Lots of us are experiencing like sadness or, or worry. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, of course you should. <laughs> yeah. But it's the, like whenever so depression is going to be whenever you can't do the things you used to be able to do. None of them feel good anymore. Um, you're, uh, you've lost motivation to do most things. Um, like depression is always kind of like in your head, kind of telling you like, eh, Probably just go to sleep right now. Things would be better if we just went to sleep. Where like, and you just can't ever get out of that. And like, you start losing major important, like you lose contact with people, you lose like, like your job, like you, all those sort of things and nothing feels good anymore versus the like, I'm still getting up and going. It just stinks and I don't like it as much. Got it. That might might be a big deal and we can help work through, work through those emotions, but also it's a transition period of time in your life. Uh, To answer your question has most to do with like, how much is your general life getting interfered with based on those emotions and those moods and those behaviors? Huh. Yeah. How do you, how do you tell someone or suggest to someone that they need to go see someone? Like, cause I know that that can be like either really rude or insensitive or so many other things. Yeah. You should go see someone. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. No, no, like literally hold on. Let's do a session. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> move, move the mics. Move the mics. Yeah. We have the mics yeah. on. Let's just do this right now. Yeah, But like, how do you tell someone that? Like, Especially if you're not like married to them or they're not like super close family. I don't know. Yeah, it's 
that's based on relationship. Yeah. And, and so like, like how do I tell them? Like everybody who knows me knows I'm a social worker. So like yeah, in those situations, yeah. like they're asking me, like, do you think I need to go see someone yeah, anyway? But right. Like, how does the average person do right. it? Right. How does the average person do it? That's all based on relationship. And so yeah. like, it depends how close, like, and so it, like, how does guy friends say to guy friends, something like that, where it's kind of like with me and my friends, it'd be kind of like, dude, you gotta go see somebody. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's been, been rough lately. And it's, yeah. and we could say that to each other, but if right. it's like some other family member that you're kind of close with or not close with, no with, that's so hard. That's so like person by person to family by family. Right. Like, how do you get that message to them? Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like, yo, it's just some stuff going on and you're different. Yeah. And like, you're, you're kind of pushing everyone away. Um, it's, that's really hard. I mean, mm-hmm. ultimately it's always going to be like the, out of caring, I'm telling you this, right? right because right. I wanted to get, a, I want you to get to back to who you've been in the past, and we're kind of, I'm worried I'm losing that person, and it seems like you can't piece this together on your own, like it's the ghost, like pairing up with somebody and and figuring that out maybe for a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's super hard, yeah, um, and yeah. if it, and if you don't have enough of a relationship where you can say that to somebody then you probably shouldn't. Someone yeah. else closer maybe should, and you can yeah. talk to like that closer person maybe yeah. to get the information to them, but um, it, that's, it, it's hard and tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So assuming that, Michael, that you're a regular person, you experience stress like the rest of us, how do you handle not only the stress of like running your own business, but that on top of you know, dealing with these clients and making sure that you're you know, helping them in all their situations? Um, I've got good resources of people that I will absolutely talk to. Um, and so like they're the people that like my inner circle that I will talk through stressful situations with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also like when needed, I will go see my own therapist and make sure to help process oh, that wow. stuff. Um, it's tough right now with gyms closed, but also like I'll get in there and exercise and help like burn off energy that way and yeah. make sure that I have my own like good self care in place yeah. to help deal with that. Cause if not, then you end up carrying a a big burden and uh, you know I'm not afraid to be a jerk sometimes where like I've got too much stress and too much stuff going on yeah where it'll it'll come out on the people that I that I love and so yeah. you got, uh-huh. just like with everyone else you got to stay on top of those things because yeah. if not at the end of the day you're just kind of like your head's spinning because of how much you've dealt with right um you got to make sure you're taking care of yourself burnouts for, for sure. real for sure. and uh, um I know I have to stay on top of it yeah yeah how what are some other ways besides counseling and therapy to kind of stay on top of mental health and like just having a good outlook on life just those real basic things and so like yeah. uh making sure that you're taking care of your body making sure like the, like what food you're putting in mm-hmm. um hydrate like you know staying hydrated that sort of stuff making sure you're taking care of those things like your food and like just those real basics will very much affect your mental health mm-hmm. um also that you like you have your group of people that you're talking to that you're just not stuffing emotions away um and good self-awareness like noticing like what's going on for you how you're feeling these days what's your behavior been like um are you doing the things that you are wanting to do like you accomplishing like the goals and tasks you want to um and if not then what's up and if you don't have goals like okay got it what's going on there we should Mm -hmm. all be moving forward towards something yeah and if not then let's put you know get those things in place and there's a lot of really good like resources and websites and um things like that or you know that's Hey, our YouTube and podcast is a lot of that stuff too. So yeah. that's a good place to just like listen to and, and, and help put that stuff in place for you. Hmm. Obviously everyone goes through struggles, but as a business owner, there's a lot of like loneliness and stress that comes mm-hmm. with that. Do you see a lot of business owners coming in that are struggling with certain aspects of mental health? 
for for sure for right now because yeah. it's the like um because so many businesses have ended up struggling yeah um what it's been like to have to work so even if your business is still going you may or may not just be working from home uh and you're right because um small medium and even large business owners and sometimes that's a lonely position yeah. where you may or may not have contact with anybody all day long like in like real life face to face or like the people you are having contact with is like you're selling or they're selling or like it's all business related stuff um and so that'll absolutely wear people down where it's the like all you're doing is hustling all day long right um and pushing and pushing and pushing i mean that's the nature of entrepreneurship yeah, yeah. is the like you're just going and going and going like i don't have a boss but you know i work 50 hours a week you know 50 60 hours a week but it's mine but then that's all there is you know you just have like your own life and your own situation and so like we see lots of people lots of very successful people with very successful businesses that are in that position where they're really lonely and mm -hmm. because all day long they don't have any actual real connection with people they everything is for the business or about the business hmm. so what do you do in that situation if you're just like stuck and you're you have to keep going because you're you know totally in this business and yep. working 50 60 hours a week like what do you do about that yeah putting the other things in place too and so inevitably you're going to get the well i don't have time okay hold on let's go through your schedule let's see where this not time is yeah. um there's always time there's always something like if it's a priority suddenly there's time for it <laughs> yeah. you know um and so for some people like it's then okay, what's really important in your life and like make, making sure that it matches up with your values and what you're actually spending time with should be the important things or the, what you want to be the important things in life. And hmm. so I got it. You're a business owner and you've got a family. Talk to me about where's your priority. Okay, mm -hmm. got it. How do we get more time with your priorities? What can fall by the wayside or like um, what can you give to other people in the company or like why are you spending so much time on this aspect of your business? that you're not actually interested in isn't generating that much money or maybe you could have someone else help you out with mm -hmm. um, and let's put the priorities back in place according to your values and who you actually want to be in the world. Because mm -hmm. um, there's always, they will always find time. If they're a, an extra like business owners, if like some big account came through or some extra meeting had to get added or something like that for the business, poof, suddenly right. there's time yeah. for that. Yeah. But like, no, I, there's no more time I could possibly be at home or with my family or taking care of myself. Uh -huh. Yeah, you don't have to stop at fast food every day. You can figure out how to like, <laughs> like you know, grill some chicken. You'll be all right. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Um, any other tips and advice you have for maybe business owners specifically on just keeping up with their mental health before they kind of get into that position? Yeah, like I, it's just that same set of like self-assessment. Like yeah. where are you and how are you actually spending time? And um, where's your time going? And like, how do you feel at the end of the day? And if it's like the, if you're just grinding and you wake up and you're like not looking forward to the next day or you're more angry, you're more irritable, you're worried all the time, you're not sleeping, you're putting on weight or you're not motivated and you don't care and you can't like, you're just not trying as hard as you used to. That's a self-assessment piece to look at like, all right, what's going on and what's going on for me. Um, and small, like business owners are good resources for other business owners mm -hmm. like to not be able to afraid to reach out um, and connect with other people. Even even now, there's a million different ways to do it. If you yeah. don't want to do face-to-face -face for good reasons, got it, then there's uh, connect over, like do a Zoom call or yeah. like do FaceTime or mm -hmm. just do a phone call with people. It's like, yeah, I'm struggling too. And don't be afraid to do that. Everyone gets so afraid of like just saying to somebody like I'm having a hard time. Yeah. The other person's always like, yeah, me too. I'm so glad you said something. Yeah. Right. Like, be, don't be afraid to be that person to admit it. Yeah. Especially just like the, like you mentioned, the lonely aspect of being a business owner. Sometimes there's no one that you're talking to outside of like 
making sales or dealing right. with clients. So just having someone to talk to, especially someone that you can relate with on that loneliness level and someone that's you know going through the same things, running a business, I think could really be, be helpful for a lot of people. Yeah, and it's so easy to be overwhelmed right now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. You're running a business like, out of your home, trying to take care of your employees with your kids on online school, <laughs> with um, with the other person at home too, yeah. that, oh, and the internet keeps crashing because your Wi-Fi is not set up <laughs> for people to be streaming something at the same time. Right. Yeah. That's happening for people all the time. It's legit hard. It's okay yeah. to acknowledge it's hard. Yeah. It's not failure. Yeah. I think oh, that's, that's a huge point is a lot of people just like think that it's not okay to admit like it's hard. And... Times do get hard, and it's okay to say that. And oh my gosh, like, absolutely! Yeah. yeah, that's not weakness. That's no. the. It's actually it's way harder, which means you're way stronger. Yeah. Like yeah. we can all pretend everything's okay. Yeah. No one gets any better because of that, and that's actually like okay, yeah. w- great job being able to pretend like you're okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now I, what? Yeah, I love when people say to me like, "I'm fine. It's okay. Like I'll be okay." Every, well, yeah, we'll all be okay. We've made it this far in our life. Like, right. of course, we're gonna be okay. But it's okay to admit right now that you're not having the best of times. Like, it's okay to admit you're a little sad. It's okay to admit these things. Because, like, that takes humility. And that takes, that'll help you realize, like, okay, I may I may need help or I may need to change some things. So. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. And, like, as a business owner, if you have employees or people under you, yeah. then you're setting the tone for them. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Right. That's a big deal. And that's in that, that it, it's our right to struggle and we'll get through it together or like within your family or like with even just your friends or other people, like it's okay to not be okay. It's yeah. okay to struggle and to work through the struggling together. Everyone is struggling right now. All of us. It's hard. These are hard times yeah. and, and no one has judgment right now. No one's like, hey, what's your problem? Other than the, yeah global pandemic and an election year with major racial tensions like what's you know like what's your problem right now right everyone's like oh yeah it's hard yeah well that's the thing especially right now like no everyone is going through yes. something harder than the yep. normal life so no one's judging you for struggling right now no absolutely yeah, yeah for sure so it's the best time to kind of take a look at yourself and see if there's anything that that you're going through that you need to work on yep um all that being said what is your your ultimate goal because you were kind of on your own now you're you're with with someone else and it seems like you're really thriving there. Is this where you want to be or do you have, you know, future goals to, to do something else moving forward? Um, eventually take over the world. <laughs> um, there you go. No, that, uh, I couldn't be any happier. Uh, I really like uh, where I'm at. Um, I like the, the um, like being able to do the YouTube channel and the Instagram stuff and yeah. uh, in, in the podcast and all those sort of things, like growing that part of things and being able to get the word out in these different ways, getting back and doing the trainings. Um, I'm not doing it this semester, but uh, usually I am Professor Klinkner um, for one class Ooh. a semester at uh, Arizona State. Oh, really? Oh, nice. um, yeah, for the, I, again, super lucky. I, I get to teach masters of social work classes. And so usually I do a class or two a semester, not doing it this semester for all the obvious reasons, but yeah. um, getting to do that too. And helping to like uh, bring up like the, the new generation of, of social workers that are, that are coming up and coming through where I can help make sure that they're going to be good at their job or good in their careers. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You just brought up the social media and I'm sure that that really helps as well with the stigma. Um, like being oh, yeah. able to hear these things over and over on YouTube and podcasts and just like seeing it on Instagram, which is like kind of how we view the world through Instagram, through what we see on Instagram. And I think mm-hmm. seeing a counselor on Instagram it just like kind of normalizes it and makes it seem like something that's okay. And it's not this weird thing that you have to go go to see a counselor. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like the 
it's all right. It's out there. It's not hidden. It's not this little yeah. dark corner right. or something to be ashamed of. Right. Like it's right there. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. And everybody thinks it's okay. And you can you can look at it whether it's like you know either a cheesy picture of my socks or you know <laughs> like or like some inspirational words or like a link to a resource or something like that where it's just like the it's all right. It's right here in front. Like here's the social media about it that is as public as it possibly can be. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, Michael. Is is there anything that we miss? Anything that we didn't ask about that's important in terms of like either the business side of running this or just important tips or advice for, for people dealing with their mental health before we, before we kind of close up here? No, I think we covered all the, like the, the really important parts about like how to know when things are off, yeah. that it's okay for things to not be okay, when to go seek resources yeah. and like what some of those good resources are. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, well, we've definitely learned a lot, not only on the business side of things, <laughs> but just like, yeah, a, a lot about mental health. Like, Maybe some of them are like personal questions. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the only it's reason we the had podcast, you on. right? But it's like, ah, oh, I have this going on. It's what a, should I ask? It's a free him? session. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, before we close up, though, we got a fun little game we're going to play with you. Do it. Um, so how it's going to work is we've got 60 seconds on the clock, and we're just going to ask you some rapid-fire questions, things about you know your life, your preferences, and we'll see how many you can answer in the 60 seconds. Okay, got it. I'm, so. not, I'm not competitive at all, so what's the high score? <laughs> 13. <laughs> 13, okay. yeah. So let me pull it up here. Okay, all right. Ridge will start us off in three, two, one. Dream vacation. Hawaii. Uh, first thing you'd buy if you won a million dollars? Jeep. Hobby. Favorite hobby, sorry. Um, let's see, running. Uh, if there was an Olympic sport for an everyday activity, what activity would you have a good chance at winning a medal in? Uh, grilling. A song you've been jamming to lately? Uh, Peace Frog by The Doors. If you lived to be 100, would you rather have the mind or the body of your prime self? Mind. Uh, favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas. Favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, a rainbow sherbet. Favorite fictional character? Um, Harry Potter. Nice. Favorite smell? Oh my gosh. Um, gasoline. What's your nickname? Mike. Nice. Uh, pet peeve? Uh, driving slow in the left lane. If you if you could eat one food for the rest of your rest of your life, what would it be? A uh, red Swedish fish. Nice. And our time just went off. Wow. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> Here we go. We're uh, we're trying to work on a leaderboard, getting that out. So we can yeah. see. But we've got a couple that's tied there, so we're waiting for someone to be. Put it on the outside of the studio, so we yeah. really know when you're yeah. coming in exactly where you're going to People have the hour into. to kind of prepare for it's it. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, uh, Michael. Once again, thank you so much for coming on yeah, today. Thank you guys. Um, thank you. We've really enjoyed. This has been a really special episode, and I think everyone needs to listen to this. You know, not only business owners, but anyone in general. There's a lot of good advice in here for you know just everything we're going through, especially in the, the current world, the current situations, but mm-hmm. um, for business owners specifically, how to deal with um, just the everyday stress yeah. of, of running a business and yeah, just staying up on your mental health is super important. So yeah. Yeah, thanks for kind of bringing some awareness to that and for helping so many people with that. Happily. Appreciate Thank it. you guys. Appreciate okay. Uh, could you let us know like where we could find you? Let the listeners know social media, just in person. Yeah. So the social media um, on Instagram and Facebook is Michael Klinkner Counseling. Uh, the YouTube and the podcast are under Evolve Counseling and Behavioral Health Services. And the website is www.evolvecounselingaz.com. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Have it. Well, we'll catch you all next week. All right. Yeah. We'll see Thank you. you.